0: Welcome to Screenmates. This is our podcast where we talk about all things movie and TV. And today we're mostly going to talk about Game of Thrones Season 7. Um, today I will be joined by Alex. Alex, you want to introduce yourself?
1: Hi. I'm Alex. Um, <laughs> that, that was the most inorganic thing I could say right now. But I was on a previous episode uh, yes. and I'm into Game of Thrones like Claudia. And just pop culture, movies in general, and TV. So I'm excited to be back.
0: Well, this will be fun. And I also <laughs> pulled my sister in here. She's also watching Game of Thrones, Erica. Hi. Um, yeah, so she'll chip in if there's anything going on. But as usual, we'll start off with our highs and lows for the week. Um, Alex, what's your high?
1: Um, my high um, isn't of the week, Is of the summer, I guess. Um, yeah. I really enjoyed some of I just just Netflix this summer has just been how I've been consuming all my like new content like Master of None coming back season two or season season two right um, anyways whatever the latest season of that was was I really enjoyed it um, and I've just been watching a lot of their new original uh, movies slash content like um, Claudia and I were talking about this a little bit before but. Uh, the okja movie, the movie about the pig. Yeah. And that was
0: a pretty good one. I was actually pleasantly surprised by that <laughs> since Netflix often just dumps a lot of random trash on there. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that was pretty good.
1: And also, I watched To the Bone, which half oh, of the cool. movies I watch on Netflix, I think, are TV series. And then I start watching and I'm like, this is an <laughs> hour 30. So I'm watching a movie right now. Um, which is no,
0: that's definitely, it tricks you, because they have it all in the same section, just like Netflix content, and it has a little logo, and you're like, oh, it's probably TV. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's not.
1: <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, that's my high. I just really liked, I didn't have to, it's just, I've been busier now, I've been a lot, just way too busy, so it's just yeah. easy to go to one portal, um, and just, consume good content that I know I don't have to go to a box office or a theater and be disappointed by some of what the summer has to offer. Well,
0: that's really interesting because I was thinking this summer didn't have a lot of good movies. Elizabeth and I have been talking about them and not this past weekend because it just came out and totally revived the box office, but before that, the past two weekends have been the worst weekends for box office in like 10, 15 years. Um, and I think things like Netflix are totally contributing to that, you know? You're like, do I want to pay $20 to go see something in a theater that doesn't look very good, or sit on my couch and just watch Netflix, which is now free because you already pay your subscription and just look for anything to watch, you know?
1: Yeah, that's 100% it. Have you heard of the, um, there, I forget, it's like a startup thing where you can watch, go to any AMC theater, You pay like $10... Movie pass. Movie pass, yeah. Have you heard of that? Oh, yes. I
0: have that. My card is not coming in because there's such an influx, so you basically pay uh ten dollars a month yep. and you get to go to not only amc but like all participating theaters amc being the biggest one mm-hmm. you can go to pacific theaters regal so it's just not the higher end like arc doesn't participate but for me that's perfectly fine because um i live near the grove which is pacific theaters and uh amc is all around and yeah you get to go to it's unlimited but it, they call it one movie a day so you use the pass once a day but you can You know, movie hop, if you're that kind of person. And honestly, with $10 a month, it's worth it if you see a single... One
1: one movie. Yeah, that's insane. Insane. Um,
0: (laughs) They... Are so getting sued? Them, obviously, <laughs> yeah. First of all, AMC's already mad, and second of all, they're operating on a huge loss because they pay AMC the full price of the ticket. I think yeah. for some sort of deal. But they're what they're really after is trying to get everyone on the service so they'll have good movie data. So yep. like, I input, you know, my name and age and gender, and they're like, okay, like these kinds of people are seeing these kinds of movies, and they want to sell that data but i get over the hump of yeah spending all that money part
1: of their business model right now is also so like it's really discounted for big cities like where movie tickets are like 20 dollars, but they're trying to remake the loss and places like in like oklahoma and places where
0: oh that makes sense that's why it's so cheap exactly
1: yeah um but good luck to them i'm i'm going to apply for one like this weekend too so i can totally should yeah
0: um yeah at least until they get sued we should try (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah um what's yours let's see my high of the week is also a tv show or tv content i uh you're the worst on fx just came back actually premiered on my birthday so i saw it a little later but (laughs) FX, to me, is really, I think I've mentioned before, just doing such a good job with, like, kind of quirky, different content. Like, Atlanta is interestingly, not one genre, and You're the Worst is supposed to be... I mean, it's about a guy and a girl, you know, being a couple, so you'd think it's kind of like a rom-com, and it is pretty funny, but it's really dark. Like, it's not your typical, you know, um, happy-go-lucky TV show, mm-hmm. and it's just getting darker. I mean, the last season that just ended, up, which was season three... Um, had a pretty dark finale and they were, they leave each other for a time and they come back this season some time has passed and they're both just a mess and I don't know why, it's almost like watching like a train wreck which is interesting but it has this interesting way of making you laugh and also feel sort of depressed at the same time but I like it.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, I've been liking more psycho. I, it's not depression but it's more like it's pulling out something that I don't think many more movies. I feel like are trying to go for spectacle. These are trying to go for like, oh wow. I'm feeling a certain type of way after watching that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, 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 That's like my favorite. It's not really a genre, but that's like maybe it could be defined as a genre. But I think
0: it's starting to be. There's like Fleabag, which is like a dark comedy. Yeah. And, um. Okay.
1: Louis has been doing, doing like that, that for a while. Examples.
0: Insecure. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um. All right, what's your low of
1: the summer? My low of the summer has just been the summer box office. Uh, <laughs> I've yeah. only seen like three movies in theaters. One, like Spider-Man, which I'm going to see. Um, what else did I see? I, I had this, I was telling you that every time I've I've had a conversation about what I've seen in the movies, I, it's hard for me to think of what I've actually seen in theaters this summer. And yeah. that's so, like there should be at least... Two good movies that I'm I'm like, oh, wow, have you seen this? And we can – that, like, starts an entire conversation. But it's been so hard to find anything good this summer. Um, yeah,
0: it takes me a little while. I think the two that I gravitate towards are Wonder Woman and Baby Driver that I enjoyed this summer. But there were so many flops from The Mummy to The Dark Tower and just, like, things that you've forgotten even came out.
1: I was talking to an Uber driver about – for some reason, this Uber driver is really – he uh, – I didn't know. Dark Tower is based on, like, five novels or something. That they condensed into one movie and did not do the movie didn't do it justice, and it didn't. I mean, both to the books and to the fans, and yeah. as an, a standalone movie for someone who's never seen, or have has never read any of the books. So that's like that's kind of depressing. And you have Idris and think, Elba and like and um, Matthew, Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like what more do you need? <laughs> they
0: were. Gonna- make a whole like universe franchise off of oh, this or something. And, I hate yeah. that
1: everyone is doing that now. Like the mummy was trying to set up a unit like its own like Frankenstein, mummy universe and right. Kong yeah. Island is setting up one with Godzilla. Godzilla. Yeah. Like that's everyone's like, "Oh, I want to be Marvel. I want to set up a cinematic universe like without putting in the grunt work to like they're they're like doing and I, what was the movie that Batman versus Superman where they introduced like, um, oh God, awful. the Flash? They introduced uh, Aquaman. They introduce everyone mid movie, like in a little yeah. flashback to tease it and that movie wasn't good as a standalone movie. <laughs> so that's kind of I frustrating. I know. Summer
0: has been really bad. And I think it's almost interesting, though, a lot of the really good movies are shifting to later in the year. Like, yeah. speaking of these universes, but um, I think in November there's Thor Ragnarok and yep. Justice League. Yep. Um, and then December is Star Wars. And, I mean, I think Star Wars will far and away be the best. But mm-hmm. box office-wise, what do you think, how do you think they're going to pan out, those three movies?
1: I think, and also, um, what what's 2046? Oh, Blade Runner's oh, also coming Blade out that I, I totally forgot about. Um,
0: I'm super excited for that. I don't know. You think that box office will be up there near Thor and uh, Justice
1: League? I I think they're catering to so many different audiences right now. I think yeah. Justice League, I'm iffy. I don't know if that'll pan out well. Um, I think it'll be similar to uh, Batman versus Superman. Just like the tone, even if it's not the same director, but just looks bad um i think thor ragnarok looks pretty good um and to be honest they've already i'm gonna see like thor ragnarok and i think i'm committed to the black panther movie next year and then i'll watch um infinity, infinity war. war because both of those are gonna tie in like thor ragnarok is gonna have him meet up with uh the guardians, guardians. yeah
0: yeah i'm excited for that um, um
1: and, I know, I've been thinking, yeah.
0: like, I don't know how well they're going to do because, personally, I'm more excited for Thor, it looks like a higher quality movie, I like that director who did Hunt for the Wilder People, um, but Justice League is going to get a huge bump because Wonder Woman did so well, which I'm so happy about, and, you know, she's going to be in it. Do you, so think that,
1: do you think that movie even, how, how much do you think Wonder Woman's going to be in that movie, though?
0: I mean, I think she's featured pretty heavily i think she is you know what's interesting actually joss whedon just did the rewrites for it and really i, I wonder yeah he was hired on he finally got credit to be part like he just has you know writing credit on it and i wonder if as they're rewriting it now knowing wonder woman did well like my strategy would be to include her more you know yeah i don't know we'll how see. do you how do you I... feel
1: about rewrites last time we talked I, we were kind of, I forgot, we heard one, one movie was getting rewrites. It actually may have been um, one of those Marvel movies and we were kind of worried about it. What do you feel about like rewrites going into, I mean, after the main, yeah. everything's been shot already and then going back?
0: I don't know. It's I'm torn on it because sometimes you may watch the footage of it and realize you can't even reshoot some of these things. There's like a structural problem with the movie. Mm-hmm. So to me, I mean, I was excited to hear Joss Whedon was coming on because I personally have not really liked the Justice League movies. Wonder Woman is the best of them, but I mean, I hated Batman vs Superman, and I think they do need a lot of help. Mm-hmm. And Joss is a great track record. He did Avengers, and he did all these TV shows that I love. But um. So to me, that would be a plus, and also the fact that they give him writing credit. I think that means he did a good job, or he added a lot. But
1: um, <laughs> you just I don't can't know, give he's just rich if you I gotta. if you don't give Joss Whedon <laughs> writing credits, then yeah. That's almost as, adverti- as much advertising as it is. Um. No,
0: for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess I would say to me, this is an exception. In general, it bodes so badly. King Arthur had all these. I don't even know if they did. Oh reactions. my God. They reshot pretty much the whole thing, and it still was horrible. And it's just like, I don't know how you salvage something at that point, so. I, I saw some of
1: it. the fighting scenes from that movie. It looked insane. It didn't even look real. It looked yeah. like you told a kid to, like, play with, like, a two action figures and they just smashed them together (laughs) it was absurd it
0: looked awful did horribly just yeah totally bad so in general not into rewrites how about you uh
1: not in it at all (laughs) yeah Yeah, i'm on the same page as you i'm and and so many movies are going after they release like the teaser trailer i'm just hearing about like rewrites out of rewrites like changing like adding more comedy or adding more who do you think they're they're screening these movies for before? I mean, obviously the studio execs who are making the ultimate discre- the decisions, but are they do they have like a like a demographic of the fan base that they're getting or it just seems like it's completely the the visions are not aligning with what fans are expecting and what they are or had originally set out to make it's just so confusing to i know
0: to... i don't know i mean since i'm sort of working at a studio i've seen them doing these sort of test screenings where they try and get a random demographic but i don't know i mean they try and get like a cross-section of a lot of different people and they read so much actually into the numbers that they get back but Sometimes they're kind of like, I don't know if you can tell that way. Like, it's, I think it's better to have a few people who are the target audience that you trust and ask them to talk it through than to have a hundred people say, like, yes, no, good, bad, and then try and pull all those responses. <laughs> yeah. Um. But, yeah, I guess, you know, they don't know how to do that either, so... It's tough. Making a good movie is tough.
1: Yeah, you're working as for As shown the... by this summer. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, all right, that was my low pretty much too, just box office in general, and I was going to complain about a couple movies, but I think we covered it, so let's move on to our main topic that we've been so excited to go over. Game D- of Thrones. Dun, dun,
1: dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> Oh,
0: yeah, can you do the whole thing? <laughs> I can't, um, I wish. <laughs> so just some thoughts of, on the overall season. I mean, I personally loved it. It has the best, you know, highest viewership ever. They broke records constantly and then in the season finale it was just the highest. Yeah. Um, And so I loved it because there was so much action but my sister and I were talking about how like the quality of the show technically has gone down. (laughs) Like... You know, we're so excited about these bombshells happening, but mm-hmm. now you expect something crazy in every episode. No one takes any time at all to travel, which, don't get <laughs> me wrong, I don't want to watch them travel anywhere per se, but it just kind of makes it feel a little Rushed. hokey sometimes. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, this person, Gendry ran 10 miles, and then Daenerys came on time, and I don't know. I just, like, don't really... It's so it much
1: coincidence. Like, like that. Right. It's it, 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 That's 100% the the consequence of like not having any source material to work off of I think like like the amount of detail that I've I haven't read the books but I've been reading through all of like the there are two wikis there's a Game of Thrones wiki and then there's the wiki of Ice and Fire which is based directly off the books but he puts so much detail into everything like to the food to like the the atmosphere of like and the culture that like when you lose all that like richness that you can draw from. like your everything, a lot of the things that I saw this season was like servicing the plot. Like they know they have two more seasons to get this done. and this the next season has like six episodes or something. So they're yeah. like let That's us also My
0: question though. Like who is rushing you guys? Yeah, you guys what? said you wanted to do this thing. <laughs> like, if you have so much stuff to say, like you could, you know, draw it out. Like I don't know why yeah, they I don't... To cut it so short. I
1: have they they need in my mind, they need like two more seasons. Like they should have gotten like Yeah,
0: two more full seasons. Exactly. Not six episodes left total.
1: Yeah. 100%. I don't know if it's because they wanted to start their new uh HBO show, I forget. It's oh like my this. God, which
0: they're getting so much flack for already.
1: <laughs> yeah. uh, but I don't, and I know they're doing a, they're doing like a couple spinoffs off of Game of Thrones. But yeah, this season, I agree. It's been, I think, cinematically, it is on par with most of the movies I've seen this summer. Like in terms of like the visual effects and everything, but like in terms of writing and character development, everything is so rushed that it's yeah, you, it's like
0: though it does feel like we were seeing a movie a little movie every week like something major happens with these war scenes and just like craziness and I mean yeah that's why the box office probably suffered I'd rather watch that (laughs) Game of Thrones than go see a movie
1: (laughs) no Um, yeah that is a hundred it's so crazy because even with all the leaks like they've still been able to break all these records like you could have watched they even leaked one of their own episodes and I think that episode when it aired was still the highest watched episode of of this the season 1 it is. Yes.
0: Aired. Yes, that was actually the what is it? I think it's called The Spoils of War, but it had that loot train. The loot train, scene yeah. Where, yeah. The dragon's just kill it. That I was going to mention as um my wait, wait, wait. one of my favorite episodes Actually, yeah.
1: no. That was one that the hackers stole. The oh, drag right. the ice dragon one is the one they leaked themselves cuz they aired <laughs> it early in Spain.
0: That's right. They made a mistake and they tried to pull it back. Yeah. Insane. <laughs>
1: but that loot train scene was amazing and wow like <laughs> also I, I don't know they it's maybe cuz they've been traveling so much this season but like i really like the locations they're shooting at like the spe- the in spain where the dragonstone is they shoot part of that yes, in spain dragonstone
0: was new this season and it
1: awesome Uh, yeah so good that bridge from like the beach to the castle that is that that is amazing that actually like i want to visit half these places like do a little euro trip so
0: beautiful i mean that's why it takes them so long to film and costs so much to use like (laughs) real palaces and castles and stuff um do you yeah i was thinking yeah no no,
1: no, no, i was gonna say do you think because like you know how like I, I don't know, I didn't actually look who was directing what episode, but, like, how do you think they divvy up which directors get which episodes? Because, like, obviously, if you have, like, the penultimate episode, like, it's hard it's hard if you have an episode middle of the season and they're comparing your episode to everyone else's who could have, like, a incredible, like, story. Like, how do you think... It, it yeah. just seems hard for, like, as a director, like, you, you want to work on Game of Thrones, but also you're gonna be compared to all these other episodes in that season where you your script or whatever you're working with may not be as rich as some of the other ones but um yeah i think
0: they did a good job this season i didn't look exactly at every single episode but i think in general they give them two episodes back to back you kind of get like a longer story to tell and usually the episodes i think have been having this sort of like oscillating rhythm where the loot train uh battle episode which was huge was followed by east watch which was like then, oh yeah you know moving towards there was a quieter episode and the same director did those two so you kind of like get the both and then i know who was the guy you said that did the last two episodes um and he did the first like seasons or something oh yeah he did the something taylor alan taylor yeah. yeah he which episodes did he do as well but he he, I mean, he must be with the show from the start because he got to do the last two the i think season. he did the last episode of season one
1: yeah yeah so that's right it for a while and yeah
0: like him for the the, the finales i guess because those are always pretty big
1: <laughs> yeah those um, are oh this well we'll get to this finale but um <laughs> yeah no this season has been very strong um i don't know should we just dive into it yeah um, let's
0: dive in go ahead
1: so uh, i guess we'll we can start at the loot train episode because that i mean i guess to even perceive that like You thought that Daenerys had like the Ace of Spades coming into the season with the dragons and the army, and she's just, she just had such a powerful force. But within the first four episodes of the season, half her (laughs) allies were destroyed. Um, You didn't really know what her arc was going to be this season. I I think I saw like a, I don't know who published this, but someone did a political science review of all the characters this season to see like where they stood and Daenerys was at the bottom of the list because she had so much to begin with and ended up losing so much this season whereas Cersei had no one really in the beginning of the season and she just ended up being like running (laughs) running the entire world (laughs) that's
0: such a good point I just pulled up the um episodes because I had already uh, see the breakdown of what's happening but um, you're so right. So if we sort of go through... The yeah. premiere was Dragonstone, which was her walking on... I mean, it ended with Daenerys, like, you know, kind of kissing the sand and returning to her home, which was nice. Um, but I had, already, I had already forgotten that the opening was Arya and oh,
1: House Frey. Walder yeah. Frey. I, th- I remember there was so much speculation going into the season because I always remember him as Filch in, um, yes. in, ha- in Harry, uh, Harry Potter, Potter. Mm-hmm. but, like, he was credited... In this in this season, and everyone was like, he's dead. So everyone knew Arya was gonna be like, doing her uh, mask impersonation of of him. But that yeah. was insane. Like, it was how so many houses good. died this season? The Freys, the The uh,
0: Tyrells, the Tyrells. Well, they're not dead, but there goes
1: Elena. Yeah, I mean, uh, they're they're done. Is that all? The I feel Sand like...
0: Snakes? No. The oh Dorm- yeah. The door. I mean. Oh
1: my God! That is
0: and then the gray joys are not doing well they're not gone but they're all divided
1: yeah exactly that is um i think that that may be it um yeah. but wow um yeah the fray like no mer- i i was worried in all the scenes where um she was acting cr- like the last few episodes where you didn't know really where her legion stood um or like the show wanted you not her uh, reasons to be ambiguous but yeah. I was so worried that she was just going to go and face, I thought, the so they, in in the penultimate episode, I think they showed Walter Frey's face in the bag and some other person's face. Oh,
0: that's right. I was like, oh, that old dude, and I realized it was Frey.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I was, I, there was another per, another face she had. I was wondering if, like, we had seen that person walking around in some of the previous episodes, but we didn't, we didn't realize Ari was impersonating Ooh. that person, and then That's it was such
0: a good thought. That would be so them to do that and I would have just never that
1: <laughs> so But like I thought she was like scheming in the back to go in like obviously kill sans of what they were setting up but like she she was just a complete wild card like and I and like, her being reunited with her family, I thought, uh, and Pop Hot Pie, like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just jumping around, but, like, Ariel no, had true. a this good... it's This total
0: season of reunions. Like, we've been, yeah. you know, seeing them forever split up and just miss each other. And I literally, as they're traveling, it takes them forever to go somewhere. and You know, and they get there, the person they went for isn't there. And it's just like, ugh, oh, that's been our whole experience. So now this season, when literally everyone's popping up and coming back, you're just like, wow, I'd even forgotten you exist. And they're kind of jumping in. Um, and so that's been really fun. <laughs> I think, yeah, the conclusion of that is the, um. Littlefinger? Finale. Yeah. Well, not only that, but in the finale when, uh, they have their meeting, mm-hmm. I didn't even realize how many sibling pairs there are who are on opposite sides who, like, reunited at the, at the, uh,
1: Oh! Yeah,
0: like, it was just, like, the Greyjoy siblings, and the Mountain, the Cleganes, and yeah. then obviously the Lannisters, and it was, like, everyone eyeing each other, like, <laughs> oh, I haven't yeah. seen you in a while, and I don't know, it was so interesting. Um, the, I, mean,
1: yeah, I, I really love we'll the Cliglain, the Clegane right? um, uh, meetup, because I thought they were just going to... like. First of all, I don't even know if the Mountain has any recollection of who...
0: Yeah, what even is he? He just stares silently and like... I joked to my sister. I mean, everyone's thinking he's staring at him like, I'm going to kill you. And I was like, what he's staring at him? Like, help me. Yeah. Just, like, can't communicate. Um, yeah. I have no idea what's going on with that. But that'll be, I think we'll call it, like, Clean Bowl or something. And they're really excited for them to duke it out at some point.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, no. Yeah, that's really exciting. Anyway, so, um, just... Yeah,
0: episode one, yeah. Yeah. Or,
1: yeah. No, I no, 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 no. No, 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 yeah. Let's start with episode one. Um... So Arya kills all the phrase. This is yep. also before they even do the the opening credits. Like they it opens with like us watching this entire like same hall as the Red Wedding. Just Yeah. And then A they, lot of
0: people thought that was a flashback, but I guess they were just sort of confused. They hadn't jumped in yet. And I just was like 100% knew Arya because it was just, you know, that's where they'd ended before and uh, I rewatched the season finale and stuff just before to prepare and was like, oh my god, she's gonna kill him I'm so excited, don't drink the wine um, it was fantastic <laughs> so yeah, they started with that and then I think started with the White Walkers marching and you see that the what are they called, ogres or trolls just the giants?
1: The, the giants. giants, yeah yeah,
0: the giants are also with them, you're just thinking god they're so screwed
1: (laughs) (laughs) no yeah and it brand meets up like brand just ends up showing up at at uh, winterfell which was cool Mm -hmm. um
0: brand has annoyed me so much this season though like he he is that useful
1: he (laughs) is such a troll this entire season (laughs) like he he has the fewest lines i think but everything he does, every I, at least I think he has the most knowledge out of everyone in the in the in the show, just because he's all knowing, all seeing, kind of. Yeah. Like he's all. It, it kind of comes off as like he's arrogant. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Oh, definitely. He's like <laughs> he's like arrogant. He's like a computer. I guess he's not himself anymore. He doesn't even oh, really have any emotion or respond to anybody, and he just sits by that tree all day. I'm kind of like.
1: Part no, of it's also thinking? the writing too. Like it, they keep on being hand fisted, and like he, he, keeps on saying he's not um Bran. He's like he's not Bran anymore. He's the um what is it called the th- the three eye Raven in the yeah. show, but like no one knows what the three eye Raven is. So I was like, oh okay. Cool, and <laughs> he doesn't even We're really. Who sp-
0: says that? I think Sam also says Sam that. Sam also says remember. that. Yeah, and Sam no goes, one oh Oh,
1: <laughs> Sansa also is like, what are you talking about? Like, you're my brother. Like, no one. Yeah. No one knows what he's talking about, but I guess they have to se- like. And also, did you catch it when like he sends the raven to John saying like everyone's approaching the all the White Walkers, everyone's approaching the wall? Like John, just why does John take Bran at his word that? Like, how does he know that Bran can even see the White Walkers coming? Like, that's completely glossed over.
0: I don't know. I think we have to assume they're having all these conversations offline about, like, I don't <laughs> know, like, just to convince you. I think he tried to convince Sansa. Uh, I was making fun of, like, yeah, the dialogue in this season where he's convincing her, and he's like, "Oh, you got married in Winterfell," and he freaks her out by knowing the truth. That was he very says, you're creepy. Wearing a white dress, and you're in the snow, and I was like. I could have guessed that. That's like a fortune teller. Oh, you got married to Winterfell? You're probably wearing white and it was probably snowing. But like, like, that doesn't prove anything. That
1: also must have been so traumatic for her because like that entire scene, like that ended in her rape scene. Yeah. Like he it was, was he, he was like stone cold just like having her remember like the worst experience <laughs> in her life and not feeling yeah. anything.
0: <laughs> she though, I mean, she's gone through so much and um, we love, Erica and I love Sansa as a character and she's yeah. gotten so strong and poor girl i mean she's the most normal though i mean she always wanted to be a lady she kind of got to become lady of winterfell for a little bit and then her siblings come back she's so excited to be reunited and one is a weird robot that's apparently sees everything and the other one has faces of humans in their bag and she's like what the heck happened to my family yeah um john needs to come back i'm waiting for that reunion john
1: and john's not even their a sibling that's
0: true. <laughs> doesn't know it. I mean, yeah. Bran is like someone needs to tell him. I'm like, you you could you could have said something. I don't know. Yeah. He has not been using his powers. Why doesn't anyone
1: want to actually tell John to his face? Like Ned didn't want to actually tell him to his face. Or why does everyone have maybe to tell? Maybe Ned would have. No, but Ned. Yeah, he, so he he. Yeah, process. but he was. Why did he have to wait to tell him? Like maybe that's something that we're gonna find out later. But like everyone needs to tell him to his like no. I guess no one else. can... So my issue, I guess, is that like it previous to like season when whenever King Baratheon was alive, they couldn't really tell anyone that um, John was the son of Rhaegar Targaryen because the uh, King Robert would have killed him. But now that King Robert is dead, why does any why can't they just tell everyone that John is the son of Rhaegar and uh, Lyanna? I don't get that. Like, why does it it be special? I think
2: it's just that Bran is the only one that knows, and he's just completely useless and refuses to tell anyone anything that
1: could possibly be beneficial. But he's the Nike... No, I'm kidding. (laughs) He's the Nike. I mean, you know, we might as well
0: bring that up now since we talk about Bran so much. Like, you know, after this season, everyone has theories of what they're hoping for what they think and god people must screenshot every frame of game of thrones and just read into it so much to see these kind of theories but i mean you I mean, have i don't get this one at all like you guys were telling me bran is the night king
1: perhaps i've seen so many face smashes of him and the night king as a night king um and there's actually a decent there's a decent reasoning behind it um it, so back in season four whenever do you remember when they were he was actually with the three-eyed raven and they went to go and see how the White Walkers were made. Yeah, um, children of the forest. Yeah, some
0: sort of white crystal. Into and, and so
1: that dude, his mouth is like he, he he's prevented from speaking. There's something he's like gagged, and he yeah. but it looks like he's saying "Don't do it." And the argument is that br- they do they do something similar where they pan from they do a cut from the guy saying "Don't do it" to like Bran in the. War warging or whatever, whatever it's called, like they, it it kind of looks as though like Bran could have been in that guy's body, saying mm-hmm. trying to prevent the White Walkers from being created, and then him being stuck in the White Walker body when that the dragon's glass is put into his body. Oh, do not that
0: seem flimsy? I feel like the dude, without having been warged into it, might also have been saying, don't do no, it. No, like I completely something.
1: agree. I completely agree. <laughs> something but
0: then, bad is about to happen. And
1: then there's the Stark logo, or the Stark crest, uh, when the White Walkers are moving past the wall, which I kind of don't believe is coincidence. Like, So th- pretty much
0: the final scene of this season, right? As yeah. they're marching past the wall, which is uh, down, it looks like a dire wolf like the formation of their walking looks yep. like the dire wolf sigil I guess yep. I kind of see it I think that does look pretty intentional
2: but I don't understand exactly. why Bran would be killing everyone if he were the night king like that doesn't make sense to me
1: what no I don't think that? he is I don't think he is Bran anymore it's like what H- Hodor is or when Hodor was controlled by Bran and then he got stuck in that perpetual state where he was not really al- alive or himself anymore I think the argument is that now Bran is stuck mm-hmm. as the Night King, not and not conscious of himself. Like he he's no longer Bran at that point.
0: Interesting. So I guess the only argument to me that would go along with all of our complaints of Bran seeing being so useless is that he's actually the Night King who does not want to help the humans. So maybe he's like keeping most of his I don't know secrets to himself.
1: Did like... you, Did you also feel like the whenever like Bran was like a a raven and he, the when the scene where he saw the White Walkers beyond the wall before. I think in the East Watch episode, like the white, the main White Walker, the Night King, looked up and saw the like he he kind of know. I kind of feel like he is aware when Bran is watching him.
0: Yeah, well, I feel I definitely feel like they have a connection because he like burned his arm or whatever. Yeah, or, like they were touching, so definitely that. But I feel like oh, that's true. I, I don't know. Them having a connection is different from. I mean, we'll see. Him How being... does that even impact? So let's like assume that it's true that he's the Night King. What does that really mean for the show, though? That Bran is like going to betray them, or he's just.
1: I don't know. I don't think it is. That's the issue. Yeah, that's the issue. It doesn't have a lot of payoff other than the fact that it gives a backstory to the Night King being created.
0: Yeah, which is definitely interesting. Um,.
1: Yeah, but that's the only thing I can think of.
0: <laughs> well, that's definitely an interesting theory. We'll probably bring up a couple more that we've seen on the internet as we continue. Yeah. Um. Oh, the last thing to mention before we move off episode one, I just feel like I have to mention it, but mm-hmm. I don't care that much. Ed Sheeran. Ken oh, it.
1: right, yeah. He
0: was, you know, a random soldier and the internet exploded and everyone freaked out. And I just kind of thought that was like kind of cute and, you know, he's not super attractive so he fits in. He could have been a, you know, warrior knight. I mean, just a random soldier. Um, I hated it. (laughs) Why? Why did it bother you? It
2: was so awkward. Like, he was so thrown in there. He said one line or something it seemed very out of place and it was just weird to see him. It didn't serve any purpose. It
0: kind of, like, threw me out of the whole episode. That's true. It didn't serve any positive purpose for Game of Thrones, I guess. It just was, like, funny.
1: It didn't he get shamed off of Twitter or something? Didn't he, like, close some, uh, like, oh like, yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, poor guy. I mean, you're right. He had only one line. It was some sort of, like, yeah. Like, not even a real line. Yep, and yep. they <laughs> held on his face so long, even though he didn't... Like, they kept cutting to him, you know, to show his face when he didn't do anything. So, there's yes, no, it wasn't well done, but... There, I mean, it kind of was, like, a funny thing and then move on with my life.
1: I also agree. Like, there's no reason to put him in the show. Like, does it mean, like, any famous person who's a fan of Game of Thrones could... Be. I
0: know. How did that work though? So did he actually say I, I didn't I don't know the backstory, like he loves it and he wanted to be on it. And I obviously think the, Game of Thrones doesn't need publicity. He's also friends
1: with or, are, um, I think Maisie Williams
2: yeah. was like a big fan. Exactly. And so they did it as like a pr- surprise for her kind of thing.
1: Yeah. So Aww. he he liked the they show, too. Maisie Williams like Ed Shuren, Shuren or whatever, however you pronounce his name. Yeah. And like they're like, Cool, we could get these two people in a scene together, so why not do it?
0: I mean, that was literally probably one of the most tweeted about events this season because it had no impact on the plot at all.
1: <laughs> Do you think he died in the loot train? Um, <laughs> um, was he scene? even part of that? Yeah, I have. He's no part idea of the Lannister ar- army. That's... That's
0: true. I guess. Yikes. I think that would have really caused a backlash if they just showed him running away or something <laughs> during that episode. That would wonder, have... like, what if they had shot it and then everyone freaked out and they cut it out? No, all the,
1: I mean, I feel like all the fans would have loved it because they hated him when he was introduced, so they might have loved when he <laughs> died and
0: like got bed. killed. <laughs> Maybe. That's hilarious. Um, well, luckily there haven't been a lot of those random cameos, so... Uh, nothing else to complain about. Yeah. Um, yeah, we can skim through some of the episodes, but mm-hmm. between then, I totally agree with your point. I had forgotten that, but I remember thinking that in the beginning, like, Daenerys was so strong, I thought she was going to just waltz through, you know, to Westeros and crush everybody, and you can't underestimate Cersei. I mean...
1: Oh, my God. I loved her scene with... When she has Tyene and Alaria um, Sand captured she has them captured ah, and the way she i don't
0: know their names i don't know who that is <laughs> it's the
1: dornish people yes like yeah. when she captures the daughter and the and the kills mom. her the same
0: way yeah
1: I, I i that is such like a brutal like one of the strongest characters they have built up is definitely Cersei. like you get her psychological you you can understand her motives to an extent yeah. and you understand and you can understand how she was made, but you also... I mean, I hate her. As, I mean, a lot of people love her as a character. But, like, the way and the... Her... Even with the last episode where she says that she's with them, but obviously she's against them, and she forces Jaime. Like, she's the impetus for the sh- the plot of the show moving forward. Like, she's yeah. the reason why Daenerys is fighting for her kingdom back. She's going to be play a large role when she's not helping fight the White Walkers. Every character... She went from being the most sequestered character in the beginning of the season having the most wins the entire season then she just lost probably her greatest card Jamie being with her so she's also like the most I, I don't know where she's gonna go for the next season but
0: I mean I thought she'd hit rock bottom losing all her kids you know and she felt she seemed like she was doing taking revenge with nothing to lose and now she actually lost Jamie which is everything her whole family and she yeah. She I do unpredictable. So I
1: I disagree with her motives. She says she's all about family, but everything she's done has been self-serving. Like I think she only liked her kids because she could live vicariously through them. Ooh. And that's
0: dark, possibly true.
1: Like she didn't care about Tommen's. Um, Mar- I mean she she knew that Marjorie would have like tried to manipulate Tommen, but she also knew how much Tommen like loved her, but she still killed. Um killed Marjorie. Marjorie. Yeah. And then um how did Marcella Marce- was killed by I, oh Alaria, but um I it's it's just so sad to see how literally everyone surrounding that character has died.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, she I mean there was even that prophecy that started one of the seasons back. Yeah. She all she her kid would kids would die. Yeah. I I almost want to rewatch. I don't know if they mentioned anything else that was like you know, there's a
1: there's away. a prophecy around. I don't know if it's in the show, but it, it's around uh, Daenerys how she's gonna lose three things as well. Um oh. One of the things was her husband. I think having um, Khal Drogo die was one. Okay. One um, I mean, is now probably
0: that. Her dragon. dragon,
1: exactly. So I don't know what the last one could be. Or I could be getting wow. it wrong. There could be. It may be a different number, but I think it's three. That's yeah, probably three. Everyone Yeah.
0: Loves- things in sets of three yeah um yeah well we might as well just start talking about daenerys and john because pretty much in episode three they meet they have to me which was felt very like an awkward first interaction um when he you know is summoned into the throne room and
1: I love that scene. The comedy in that scene was well played.
0: Yes, Davos has become our one-liner stand-up comedian.
1: I think it's him and Bronn are going for the the jester. Like they're not even jesters. They're not like made to laugh at, but they have the best one-liners. Um, yeah, uh, I
0: mean, <laughs> I think what, what did they say? Well, first of all, Daenerys had every single one of her so titles many. laid out, and yeah. he's like, this, "This is John and he's like, "Wow." <laughs> But that really, I don't know, characterizes both of them well, um, Daenerys and Jon, honestly. Jon would probably be like, yeah, I'm just Jon. And I, um, I don't know. It took a while to convince her, you know, to give up the dragonglass and stuff, but... They have that moment in the cave when they What do you
1: think they that scene cut and it was like they were about to like hook up? I mean <laughs> they, they might didn't. have like you know maybe <laughs> they right, might maybe, I mean maybe. like it happened
0: so fast in the ship, like they didn't even talk or anything, so maybe that was a repeat. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, that was crazy. I also enjoyed when people were joking that John like walk, like ran into the cave and drew the this things in chalk oh, by itself yeah. and then was like, Come look at this, I'm right. Um Oh, man. Yeah, that was kind of crazy.
1: Yeah. Um, no, but I. It, it's so funny how, like, John, like, the things in the show that have been important, like, loyalty and, like, honor and, like, past things, but the scene between Danny and John was, like, she was arguing, I have a right to the throne because of my father, but you should try to forgive everything my father's done because I'm not a, da- a daughter should not be judged by the sins of her father. Yeah, and yeah. John was basically arguing, kind of the same thing, and he was like, I'm not beholden to whatever my ancestors had. So it, it's kind of also like they both are trying to rebuild. Like she's all about trying to break the wheel, and he's also trying to rebuild a name or try to rebuild, I guess, the north. Or he he's doing something higher than himself, so he doesn't want to be held to ridiculous yeah. standards i guess but
0: definitely and if you re- re-read the scene as both of them being targaryens it's interesting oh, yeah. like they both are like talking about don't look at my old house i'm different you know i'm my own person yeah um let's hook up
1: <laughs> wow i to be honest i'm not even mad i don't care about incest in that in like i guess i've never really had to think about that but like they didn't <laughs> really like they are on and uh, uh, nephew, or nephew, whatever. Yeah. But like, they never grew up, like, they don't have like that bond, and also, like, the Targaryens are all about, like, incest. Like, that's been known for. Yeah. Like I don't you know, it's amazing it.
0: that this totally fake show has made these fake characters, but has changed all of our people's yeah. real morals. Like, <laughs> twin incest, not good, yeah. but on a nephew, that's fine, honestly.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's all over
0: Twitter, everyone agrees. Um, but they did... Um, sort of ruin it for people, I think. People who had been shipping John and Danny for so long and wanted to see them together, they finally got to see them in the finale interspersed with the reminder that they are, you know, related. So you couldn't even try and forget about it if you... I
1: did not like that. I I mean, that's true. But I felt like that scene was so heavy-handed in the way, like, oh, can you go back and actually see what actually happened? Oh, you can? So let's see what actually happened. And then cut that with them actually knocking on the door like i wish i mean it makes sense like the also i guess we'll get into it. but like Tyrion watching what does that mean or does that mean anything um i
0: mean why did they they made such a big deal of it they cut to him twice and they hold on his face and it's like like one are you just being creepy you're stalking them two are you concerned because you're the hand Three. My favorite is like just showing all three Targaryens because I was telling you <laughs> one of my theories is that I hope Tyrion is the what it, head of the dragon. What if um... he
1: knocked on the door?
0: <laughs> he <laughs> was like, Me too! <laughs> 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 um. Yeah, I have no idea what that means. It was definitely. I mean, heavy-handed. I think is the phrase of this whole season. Like every single thing has just been like, let me just you know hit you over the head and show you exactly what you want to see. This happening, dragons fighting, all that stuff, which I think has been good because it's a long time coming, but also just like lost all the nuance of the show that made it sort of
1: special no, yeah. and
0: like high quality. Yep. Um. Okay. I think we've arrived at the loot train battle. Yep. To talk about it for real. I actually really enjoyed these inside the episode that happens at oh, the end.
1: Yeah, I've been watching a lot more of those this yeah, season. Yeah,
0: that's been really good. And especially in this, at the end of this episode, they were talking about... Um, or the director, actually, I think, had an interview separately. Mm-hmm. But he was talking about how he, this is the first battle where you have two people that you both care about, Jamie versus Daenerys, um, on opposite sides. And the first battle where you... Are really with them on both sides and you're with Tyrion. like you yep. have so much going on and it was so well done because you care about all of them and you know normally when the dragons fight people they just kill like you see them hitting a boat and you're just totally rooting for the dragon you don't even think about it but when you see people you know burning and you're you're with brawn in the smoke it's really awful like you know yeah
1: it was like but, almost like a wet i the director it's i was gonna say it's almost like a western but the director um talked about how he just dis- like if you're doing a battle like that you have to choose a perspective you want to view it from mm-hmm. and that's such a smart decision to see it from jamie's perspective where he's like the odds that he has to fight against and it he really i i, I think with this episode and the battle of, of the bastards where you see it from john's perspective and they're completely getting decimated for the majority of the battle it's yeah. o- it's like a western type actual war movie where you're war isn't as pretty and easy as Mm -hmm. dragons on your side coming down the battlefield like you see men burning and screaming and bodies piling up and everything exploding and you actually feel like Jaime doesn't know what to do and in an act of panic he goes and takes that lance and he tries to charge at Daenerys but it really like I that was I was so on edge that entire episode and like when Tyrion's saying don't do it don't do it you're like you're as an audience, like, don't do it because I don't want you to die as well. Yeah, um,
2: I love Jamie, but he definitely should have died. Like uh, I think for a show that used to kill off, like killed off Ned Stark in the first exactly. season and stuff. No one dies anymore, and they just don't do that. Iron at least when saving ja- uh, Jamie. Well, Jamie should have sunk to the bottom of the. There's just no if way. He neither of
1: them should have died. Like both of them should have been captured at least. Like they're the two main people the commander of the army he goes into the water you're not going to send anyone to go and get him or like verify his body's <laughs> in there like
0: yes that's a good point why
1: like he's he's like right like two feet away from you just like send someone in and <laughs> get him. Yeah. oh man I was really yeah when when they cut when the new next episode opened where they were on the other shores like how can you even let that happen <laughs> that yeah. that was just pure story like moving forward and also like people not dying I thought that some main people should have died beyond the wall when they did, like, their... I, I, the way I think about it, it's, like, the Expendables. Like, you have a whole bunch of people who don't like each other, who...
0: Oh, the Suicide Squad? Yeah, exactly. They yeah. They sh-
1: someone should have died there. Um, and also, like, Torment on top of the wall, like, I don't think either of them... Like, I know they didn't die because if they had died, you would have seen a death scene. Like, those two characters yes. deserve a death scene, and you didn't see it, so they have not died yet.
0: Yeah, and of course, not that I want them to die, but again, yes, that when I, I rewatched, you know, the, the wall going down, and I keep looking at the wall, none of the structures are still, like, there's no way he could have I changed know. to a, yeah, thing that's still up, so, like, how was he survived he... <laughs> and had a billion foot fall with, like, an avalanche, and he's fine, like, <laughs> it's just crazy, yeah, I totally agree, someone should have died.
1: Who um, was the only main character, I think, was Littlefinger the only main character to die? this season Elena,
0: if you consider her oh well yeah but
1: yeah that's true she did she die
0: She in a pretty badass way
1: but yeah she killed it that she owned that entire scene it was amazing yeah
0: i mean poor i was saying almost poor jamie though like jamie is like he just had the misfortune of falling in love with the wrong person but he i feel like is sort of trying to do the right thing all the time and he convinced you know let's not torture this old lady and he she says f you to him and mm-hmm. like You know, he is a great warrior, but in every scene, especially with women, he's just, like, always on the bottom side. Like, (laughs) he doesn't know what's going on. He just gets, yeah, everything served to him, and, oh, man. But that was a great scene. I mean, she was not afraid at all. She just, like, chugged the poison drink. I was so impressed and was like, okay, good. Now that I've got that done, let me tell you this.
1: Yeah, that was completely badass. Now that I'm thinking about it, for some reason, I think of Jamie's character kind of like Zuko from Avatar The Last Airbender. (laughs) Like, he's been on the bad... I guess he's been on kind of the bad side the entire time. And he's, like, has a change... Like, he's always morally ambiguous. Like, he's always kind of doing the wrong thing but has good intentions. Yeah. And now he's possibly going to help out the good guys. Um, and he has so much knowledge. Like, he... I mean, he was commander. And he's he's probably the best person who knows Cersei. Like, he knows what her she wants to do. Um, yeah. So I re- I have really good hopes that he becomes a, a equally compelling character to Cersei the next season. But they only have six episodes. Six, <laughs> six episodes, <laughs> I know. <laughs> know. There's so
0: much more to flesh out with them all. Um, Did you
1: think the mountain was going to kill him? I was really nervous that entire scene.
0: <laughs> Actually, I've been going over that with my roommate because she is not convinced. I mean... Cersei gave the nod,
1: you Yeah, know? I thought... So, like,
0: it was the Mountain's decision to not kill Jaime. Like, if he was truly a robot, you know, and I saw my master say yes, I would just do it.
1: Did she... Like, did, but is there, like... Is that, like, a... Did she, like, train the, the Mountain? Like, a nod doesn't mean kill him, but, like, act <laughs> wink, like... You're gonna, wink, wink, yeah. if it's
0: Jaime, don't do
1: it. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: I don't know. I know. I thought that was really weird because I guess they just couldn't give her another moment. Because in the same episode, Tyrion's like, kill me, and she can't do it, you know? So I guess they couldn't have that same like standoff with nothing at the end.
1: But yeah, I thought that true. was weird
0: because it just seemed like she had said, kill him. And Jamie has that moment of fear on his face and the mountain does nothing.
1: Yeah, no. Yep, 100%. I, my, I had two big fears that episode. One was mountain killing Jamie. For some reason, I thought that the the war the what do you call it the 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 zombie guy. It's not a White Walker. It's a whatever. But it wasn't
2: gonna come out of the box. Yeah, I or thought it was be dead. Or I thought it or? was
1: dead, and then they were gonna all face off. <laughs> like everyone's like, Woody, you're wasting my time, and you're in my yeah. territory. I'm gonna kill. All oh, of you. I
0: had a real panic that it wasn't gonna come out. I was like, Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, but yeah, no, that, that was, was such a great scene.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, so moving off, moving on in Eastwatch. Is that when Gendry's reintroduced? Gendry's reintroduced
1: in, yeah, the beginning of that episode, I believe, right?
0: Yeah, and I don't know. I think it's an interesting choice because, I mean, honestly, I'd pretty much forgotten about him. Um, I guess he's a true Baratheon, so he. Has a claim to the throne, sort of, but it's not like anyone's rooting for him to be king, right?
1: Neither people who can't, who have a better claim to the throne, want to have a claim to the th- like John doesn't care about being king. Yeah, Gendry doesn't care about king being king. I guess Daenerys is really the only one who has like a legitimate claim to the throne, being king. Yeah, but in, just, does Gendry I... have a legitimate claim? Because wouldn't Cersei technically have claim, higher claim to the throne because she was his wife? Like the king. I act?
0: honestly don't know why, how she became queen anyway because, like, is that how it works? There's no one left if the, all the kids are.
1: I think that's dead? May, maybe how it works.
0: I don't know. Yeah, or maybe he's next in line after Cersei. Then yeah, I'm not sure. But I mean, I just don't understand why, why they brought him back yet. Like there hasn't really been a huge reason besides his Olympic sprint back to uh, Eastwatch to save them all. Like, you know, he's doesn't seem super important. Um, I mean, he did have a pretty comedic, I thought, moment where he introduced himself to Jon and was like, I'm a bastard too! Like, yeah.
1: <laughs> please be my friend! <laughs> it did, the only thing, it, it did service fans in the way, like, how he had the hammer, and that references how, uh, what's his name? King Baratheon, like, he defeated Rhaegar Targaryen. Like, his thing in battle was having a huge war hammer that he would use. Oh, okay. So it's cool that, that yeah. he also wields a hammer like his father. Um, although that was a very small hammer. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, he he could do better. I mean, it looks like I couldn't lift it, but yeah, it wasn't super impressive. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was just a total season of bringing people back. Oh, he was even talked about throughout the first half of the series. They kept showing Sam trying to be a maester, which he eventually quits, and I just didn't care about that storyline at all. I mean, I feel like they had to put it in so they could tell John the dragonglass was. They needed there. him
1: for a Glass. They needed him to save Jorah. Or, oh, I don't yeah. know if they needed him to do that. Maybe the maesters could have done it. But they, they neatly God, that was gross. Re- introduced two characters who hadn't met each other and will probably like, come into contact again. They introduced them together already on yeah. amicable terms. And then he also, the, the, per, John's parents was also necessary. Gilly,
0: which Gilly found out. I know, out. I know. He took
1: <laughs> credit for that, yeah.
0: Um, no, that's true. You know what, maybe what felt weird about it is that having so much of that scene with just people reuniting with not really huge payoff feels like old Game of Thrones, which Mm -hmm. would be good if there was a lot of that going on, but it was like bombshells and killing and then just like, oh, here's Sam at the, you know, like, Maester place again. And then you cut back. Like, it just didn't really fit with the season maybe did you um, I think like it's also there's so
2: little time that you're like i don't care about this like what's going on <laughs> why are Arya and sansa arguing like can that end or what's going on oh there?
0: yeah let's get into that, that oh, I mean, yeah, i think i've been that. pretty like showering praise on this season because i did love it but i my sister can attest i complained every week about this storyline it's just like the sansa Arya arguing just made no sense to me they mm-hmm. of course you they didn't get along a long time ago but they're pretty much the last of their family that's left they're finally reunited and like Really? They're gonna spend this whole time on these like petty arguments that didn't make any sense and I mean did supposedly you... the ending go ahead. No, I
1: was gonna say, did you actually think that Sanzo Sansa was gonna kill Arya? I did not think that at all. I knew I didn't think she I... was. I
0: thought she was more in danger of being killed by Arya, but I mean it's just a waste of time for us to watch them argue and like I don't think you can really uh say that they had planned it the whole time you know, this whole little finger thing at the end. I think they, they were manipulated into it because they had a lot of scenes alone where they're arguing with each other, and I don't know.
1: I thought that would have been a a not rewarding way to fans to see, like, okay, theoretically, if Sansa would have killed Arya, that, I mean, I felt like that would not, I, I, I think that they're setting up Arya's going to meet it back up with the Hound. Like, there's so many more parts of her storyline that would and have Gendry
2: just, Arya. And Gendry. Yeah, exactly.
1: Like I, I think that they've were already.
2: Were they why are they reuniting? They were like together. They were together with the band, the brothers.
1: Yeah. Uh, they were together with the brotherhood before, like when Gendry got captured. But like, they're. Do they
0: want Arya to marry Gendry then? Is that why people are? Is that like a? Do you think? Some people fan. want that.
2: Okay. <laughs> I want you. that. I want that.
1: Oh. Hmm. I don't even. I can't even. See, for some reason, I can't see Arya wanting to get married also... Yeah. She, she's well, also... maybe to
0: Gendry, though, if they're constantly traveling and fighting. I don't know.
1: But, like, not in this storyline. Like, maybe, like, 10 years down the road. You think they're gonna get married in the... I think no, she's no, no. Yeah. So, I think... I mean,
0: if the spinoff... I, th- I think they're doing a prequel, but if they were to do some sort of sequel many years ago, I think it'd be interesting if someone was like, oh, yeah, Arya, my great-grandmother with Gendry or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's very hypothetical.
1: Um... But well,
0: you were not bothered by the storyline, Arya Sansa. So no,
1: I I thought it was just kind of annoying because I didn't expect either one to kill each other. Like so
0: poorly written too though, like them just yelling at each other. Half of uh,
1: half of that plotline is people looking at each other behind, like where Arya's like sneaking and scheming behind the scenes, and like Littlefinger's looking at her and she's looking at Littlefinger when neither of them notice. Supposedly not, they don't <laughs> notice each other or looking at each other, like. All of that just seemed so so much like wasted time like yeah. L- Littlefinger I mean like he didn't deserve an off-screen death but he didn't ha- really have much to work with th- for the last couple of seasons yeah he, he really was only there to bring to get bring the um, the errands to Sansa's aid but that's not right. all yeah
0: you know i had forgotten you know all of his early atrocities and he's become such an interesting character to watch that i mean of course i was thrilled at the uh stark team up with the siblings in that in that room but mm-hmm. i was a little bit sad to see him go i mean he always caused a lot of drama he did give sansa good advice like He was a really interesting character. He was a Um, good
1: teacher to her. Yeah, for (laughs) sure. She even says that. Too good of a teacher.
0: Lessons. (laughs) His lines back to him, and he's like, "Oh f, I'm screwed."
1: Do you think that dagger shows? I mean, everyone was there. Were so many theories about that dagger going into the season finale. Do you think it plays a prominent role next season?
0: Well, I think so because it's Valerian steel, which kills the White Walkers. So that means Arya finally has a weapon to do it, and she, you know, is a great fighter and will definitely be necessary. So. Yeah, that's pretty good. I know Bran is so stoked. He's like, uh, I'm a cripple. I can't use it. Here, you have it. And Arya's like, cool, thanks.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Um, no, finally, though, in the season finale, when they walked in, um, we were watching it together. And Erica, you sort of called it, right? That it was going to be Peter that they yelled at. But I was so invested in I mean, I was so into the scene. I wasn't really trying to predict. And when he she's like, accusing Arya, I'm thinking, what are these charges? And turns to Peter. That was, like... Such a good moment. I just felt like something in my heart and was like, oh, yes, that was just made all of the fighting worth it.
1: Aiden Gillen, he did a look of, like, surprise. Like, there's, like, a a moment where he, like, kind of blinks and you genuinely feel like he had no idea it was coming. Amazing
0: um, acting, yeah. No, I think yeah. someone interviewed him and he was he was saying or someone someone was talking about how he did such a good job and he had been practicing for a little while, many different reactions, like how oh, is the are gonna Yeah, like that's cool react. Um he was definitely really good. And yeah, at least I think they cut a scene from the finale that um Bran and Sansa had a little talk so Bran could finally be like Stop fighting with Arya, you guys. Like, oh, little really?
1: Fingers.
0: Yeah, and like that oh. would have shown, I think that would have shown Bran is a little more useful, but I'm glad they cut it because you wouldn't have had that impact in the scene when they call out Peter.
1: No, yeah. So with Littlefinger dead, I think, so I always thought of Littlefinger and Varys like the two, playing the two parts for two different teams. Yes. And they kind of, Melisandra early in the season, kind of set up that Varys is going to die in Westeros or something like she she said like it's like he he told Melisandre you should leave this country she's like no we both are gonna die in Westeros so like I'm curious to see what his death scene will be that's and true
0: and also I forgot Melisandre has done nothing this season and I wonder if she's gonna have some sort of big moment since you know she was so important and we found out she's a hundred year old woman so like is that gonna pay off in some way what what is her character there for anymore
1: i think all the priestesses priestesses are just very old i think that's just from the book i don't know if that was supposed to no, when they showed it god
0: that was weird
1: i don't think it was supposed to like mean anything beyond the fact that she's seen a lot of things and i mean it's so funny that she she's like been a priestess for she's like ancient but she had never resurrected a person whereas um Mur, whatever whatever the guy who read resurrects the oh, fire, res- yeah, fire sword guy who's yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like he's been resurrected six times, and <laughs> like, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, anyway, so let's talk, can we talk about the expedition beyond the wall and like that entire yes, scene? Yes, let's do it. Um, did you guys like the fact that um, they the like I guess the prolonging of the fact was that they were just trapped on an island, presumably because White Walkers can't. Um, Swim. swim and did you like the reveal like the hound throws a stone and then and then they could... I
0: mean it was so dumb why would <laughs> throw a stone like come on um <laughs> I mean I think it's good that they can't swim that's a good fact to know that they're not totally indestructible and it helps when Euron says oh they can't swim and he bolts except for the white walkers that had to go down and get the dragon exactly
1: how did that happen <laughs> how do you think they oh, did that
0: that's true people also freaked out where he got the chains from and I was like I mean, I guess good point, but I don't really care, like, <laughs> they, if they're all tra- time travel, like, tra- teleporting all over the place, they could have found chains I somewhere. just think
2: that the dragon didn't need to slip under the water, it was just, like, a silly, like, now, how did they, I don't know, they just That's added true. things that didn't yeah. make sense for no reason, yeah.
1: Do you think that this dragon, so, like, I don't know how George R. R. Martin's planning for the books, but, like, the whole lore of the, the wall is that it can't, like, you can't go through because there's magic in the wall. So do you yeah. think that the the story, the Dave and whoever, the two showrunners on HBO... Yeah, D.V. and David or
0: whatever. Yeah,
1: do you think that they made the dragon up, or made the dragon the way to enter Westeros, like... And that's different from what George R. R. Martin has in the books, or do you think that's what George R. R. Martin has in I know, the books? and that's a good like,
0: question. Well, I don't know too much about the relationship, but I've been told that since George is like an executive producer, he really does get consulted a lot on the stories, and people seem to think that when he does finish the books, he's gonna kind it's of gonna write tie it to up. fit in with the yeah with the with the show. So, but do you think I this think is part of it? I know. Well. In, in the inside of the episode, they did say they've always been planning that the dragon, a dragon, takes down the wall. That was the only way that they oh, could do really? it. So yeah. maybe, you know, maybe that's not George's way that he would have preferred, but it is true. You can't just have them... I thought they were just going to, like, climb over it or go around it because they were showing, oh, yeah, this they... stopped being a thing, but in the theme, uh, opening theme. When you look at the wall, the, it would show that the ice was frozen around the wall and people thought they were just going to walk around. Like the water that normally mm-hmm. is surrounded had been frozen oh, since really? winter is here. Yeah. Oh. So like, I thought that was going to be a whole thing, but you know, it's way more dramatic to break down the wall. Um, so I think it's a good point. Actually, it does seem like something a little too cinematic, right? Like yeah. it's so convenient that the, the dragon can bring it down and they walk through, um,
1: that seemed like yeah. a rush storyline just because they, need a, they needed a cool... Rushed. yeah. But Yeah.
0: It was either that or the dragon was just going to carry them all and fly over.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is... I don't even know. Like, the wall... Like, there's some lore or there's been fan theories. Like, who made the wall? Because there have been theories like the White Walkers made the wall because they can obviously free stuff. Yeah. Um, and in, from, like, an engineering perspective, people thought, like, it'd be impossible for humans to build a wall... So, like, the wall was never really supposed to keep the White Walkers out. That was only supposed to, like, make everyone in Westeros think that the White Walkers couldn't get in. So when they actually invaded, everyone would be taken by surprise. Oh, wow. I don't know if that's true. This is just, like, fan theories that I've read. It's so
0: funny. You haven't read the books, but I feel like you've read an equal (laughs) volume of words online. So you're pretty knowledgeable.
1: (laughs) But, so, I guess... So they went through Eastwatch. So do you think, like, we will see characters, like... Um, who's John's friend who's now ca- uh, Lord Commander? The oh, Dolores Ed-, Ed? Do you think... Yeah. Do you think they show up in the next season? Or... I, I just can't imagine... I like, how do you Which have a battle... Have... Uh, okay, so just to back up a little bit, in, like, the lore of the stories, like, the reason why the Targaryens are all de- died off be- is because there was a, like a coup. Like, there was one king who legitimized all of his bastards when he died. So there was a fight between two Targaryen factions, like the Blackfires, which were the bastard family, and the actual okay. Targaryens. And that's like the, the dance of dragons is basically those two, war- those two sides fighting with dragons. And that's why there are no more dragons anymore because all the real dragons died off with that. Oh, wow. So, and also they, they, that dragon pit, they like locked up all the dragons and the dragons grew small because they weren't able to roam and everything. Yeah. So that's how the dragon side. But I think we're going to obviously see a scene where the two dragons are going to fight each other this season.
0: But can you have,
1: how many scenes can you have of two dragons fighting each other (laughs) before it gets played out?
0: I know. Before it gets old. I mean, yeah, I'm sure it'll just be one final thing, right? Two against one. But, yeah, I don't know. The dragons have become i mean actually they've it's been good this season. they seem totally invincible, you know, when they were coming over, and now you know one is a white walker and one got shot by a crossbow Arrow, and yeah. um we think the only way I mean unless the two dragons are gonna kill the other dragon, they need to get one of those crossbows and put, put a, a dragon glass spear, right yeah, yeah and shoot them down. um I don't know though if you don't have a champion javelin thrower like the Night King, I'm not able to <laughs> shoot that guy in the air. Um, I thought I don't know. It, there's so much that could happen. I
1: thought that crossbow was also lazy storytelling though. Like Yeah why can like nothing can kill it except like a a a large bow is gonna take a dragon down like
0: yeah definitely what's the guy's name kyburn yeah Yeah. he was like don't worry cersei i'm coming to kill them and he's like look a really big arrow and it's like we're gonna do it i was like wow good job dude i love bring the mountain back to life and this was your best solution
1: they have such a big cast and they can't really give the cast a lot to do because they're focusing on the main stories. But yeah, I loved Kyburn picking up the hand of the, the.
0: Well, oh yeah, yeah. And
1: he he's like you could tell he's like thinking what he can do with it or like what it is. I thought that was kind of cool.
0: Yeah, and John's like, give it to me. We're gonna burn <laughs> it. Don't touch that.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> um.
0: Yeah, we're at the finale. I mean, we've talked a lot about it, but overall, is it your favorite episode of the season?
1: Ooh, I don't think so. I think the my favorite episode may be the Lutrin episode.
0: I think that's also my favorite episode. I mean, it was it was so different, and the battle was just... the. I mean, I like that battle better than the Bastards, actually, because you actually root for people on both sides, and yeah, yeah that was definitely better. But this uh, had the highest viewership of any Game of Thrones, anything... I mean, any HBO show. It was 12 million people watching it. I know. Um, which is insane. I mean, I've heard people... Uh, in London, stay up till 2 a.m. to watch it live. In Australia, it's like 10 a.m. the next day. And I'm sure people take work off. Like, excuse me, I just need a, my lunch break early, and they go watch. Um, yeah, insane. So this this was definitely a huge episode. This was my favorite episode of the season. The How final cool. episode? It was, yeah. It was so
2: satisfying. Part of it was that whole Sansa is my favorite character, and so Ooh. seeing her. Because she's been so stupid this whole season. And Arya, they're so annoying. And so finally, they're like clearly not as dumb as they look. That was nice. Um, and then just Jamie finally leaving Cersei and the wall coming down, and this John and Daenerys thing, which honestly, I didn't like that scene. I didn't like that. We didn't even get to see their first kiss after it's been building for so long. Oh, yeah. It was just we like didn't. this
0: awkward narration of Bran being like, well, yeah, they're related. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then kind of in bed. <laughs> um, people are obsessed with John's butt, but that's separate.
1: Yeah, I feel like they should have had the first kiss. I feel like that would have been more rewarding than their actual.
0: Yeah. They, well, the so tension. Then maybe they kissed in the cave then you could have felt like there was you know what I mean would that have been better maybe it was all off. So I think there should have just been this
2: one on screen moment where yeah. they're finally together this you know fire and ice whatever Yeah.
1: have so. you seen that there's actually I think from season one or two there's a video of pictures of of the Rolling uh,
2: Stones shoot yeah where they him.
1: actually make out mm-hmm. or yes. I don't know what the, the idea was, was behind that but like Maybe that's what they're I know, that actually wi-
0: is weird if they had no idea. That it was like such a long time ago. It was also
2: weird because it's Cersei, Jon, Daenerys, <laughs> and Theon are the ones that <laughs> shoot.
0: It's just like a weird group of people and they're all like partying and dancing and laughing. It's just, it's just weird to look at. Yeah. That is weird. I mean, because Jon's dating Egret in real life, but um, yeah, you know, people would like them to be together, I feel like. Mm.
1: We have a ghost of Ygritte come back and she's oh I wish you know nothing
0: Um, (laughs) yeah that was such a good episode though you know what I will say about the episode actually I I think I'm such a sucker like I guess if I had thought more instead of just like absorbing every episode I would have called some of the things in advance but every single twist I just fell for like uh, as soon as they start talking and they show the white, like um, Cersei's white. like, "Yes, yeah. I'm with you," and I'm like, "Wow, that was easy, great!" And my sister looks at me, is like, "It's not going to be that easy." And I was like, "Oh," and then I they like go that and to talk. You. I yeah, fell yeah. for that too. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, "John, just lie. Like, why can't you?" He's like, he's honor over above everything, you know, which is like fine, but it's just not smart, right? Like he he doesn't care. He wants to be well, who he thinks is his father, his father's son, and keep his word, and, like, that's all fine and dandy, except it looks like, it looked like he cost them this whole thing, and even Daenerys was like, yeah, I love you, man, but you screwed us all over. So then Tyrion goes in, I mean, it was so good.
1: I actually didn't mind him having, being honorable, because he does make some good points. He makes a point, like, if they can't trust each other, if no one, if everyone's lying to each other, and you can't trust anything what anyone else says, there's no point in being like saying anything yeah words lose their
0: meaning actually i was moved by that and i also read this thing that that episode happened to be filmed like right around like when trump was elected and the whole cast was so into it you know about how words lose their meaning and you have to like stay true to your word and it's just an interesting mix of like real life you know current events and and the show that's
1: actually Um, interesting to me because half of that most of that cast is not american So that's curious, actually, like they actually care a lot about, I mean, everyone's, I mean, obviously it's Trump, so everyone's following it, but that's really cool. Um, (laughs) Yeah,
0: it is really cool. So I agree. You're right. I mean, he, he's an honorable character and I admire him, but I was so mad that he cost him that thing. Although, as it turns out, which I also didn't see coming, Cersei is, you know, conniving, very brilliant, actually, like, you know. Most people online agree she's doing the right thing if she is self-serving, right? Like, don't hurt myself. And so I agree with all that. But Jamie even was like, dude, like... If someone wins, whoever wins, they're going to yeah. kill us and we got it. This is about humanity, not houses and Brienne even says that to him and she's all about honor too. So, yeah. it was really a moment of desperation, which I think is cool.
1: I think well, the reason why I was caught off guard by that is because if I were Cersei, I would still team up with them. Like Golden Company could come afterwards, but in in my mind, I, I agree 100% with Jamie and also like she is never there, there's no end game where I can see her betraying anyone is gonna save her her kingdom. It's not even her kingdom. Yeah. They don't even really, like everyone knows she blew up the sept. Like everyone, knows she's been plotting. She has no allies at that point because she's given up Jaime. Like yeah. I thought it was in her best interest to help them, because at least in the end, even if Jon's fighting against her, she still hasn't. She still can have an end game. Like. I don't, the the tides are going to turn, like, people are going to die in the war, and she's a smart character, so I'm sure she could figure out something, but now she's, like, now she has one move only. She's said her only move, and now there's not really anything she can do, in terms of, like... That's a
0: really good point. I totally thought that she was right, even though I wanted her to fight, because it seemed like, you know, she's worried that the other two are already um allies and so she could she you know she's not a trusting person like if she sends her troops they could always send the lannisters in first or just like you know she's just worried that she's gonna get screwed over but yeah. i definitely see what you're saying now i mean she doesn't have any moves up her sleeve anymore though she's gonna like when they realize she betrayed them the whole <laughs> i want say world i don't know how big their world is their whole country or whatever everyone's gonna know um which is dangerous but We'll see if, if something changes, or maybe she'll her, she'll change her mind. Um. The
1: only way she can win is if all the dragons die, or most dragons die, uh, just because, like, if the Golden Company see a dragon, I do not think they're going to fight for her anymore. Yeah,
0: mercenaries, right? Yeah, it's yeah. like Braun. Oh, if there's dragons involved, I'm leaving. Yeah.
1: Um, I did like it, though, that she's, as I mentioned, she's, like, being the most political, but the books actually... The thing about like the books is like it's all about the politics. It's kind of like The Wire, where it's everything's in, like it's all about the red tape and the back doors and people scheming. And like they brought it back. Like money is what you need to do anything in this world. Like the Iron Bank scenes. It's where like if she doesn't pay her debts, she yeah. will. That it's guaranteed. Macross, sure, exactly. That's so funny. <laughs> like every good British actor is in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um,
0: Plus Ed Sheeran
1: and 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 (laughs) yeah and sharon um but like she's still playing the politics card um like she's learned that from her she mentioned that that's all her father taught her and that jamie never learned that but the thing that her father there's a scene with i think the first scene where they introduce Charles Dance as um, J- uh, the father I forgot the father's name um, I just remember the actor's name but like uh-huh. he's saying it doesn't matter any personal honor it doesn't matter anything it just our family name is what matters and she's right. literally the only one like he's all about polit- using politics to make his family stronger but she has just made her family weaker with politics yeah. and no, agree. even if she like i who's so she has the mountain which is Pretty much, she's the mountain. Kyburn, who's her hand, which is crazy. Do you think the kid? I I still think when she introduced the fact that she may have a kid, I think that she may, may be lying. I don't I don't know if I 100% believe that I she has know. a kid. I know I. But
0: I felt like she was lying because the prophecy said. well, does the prophecy say it's three kids or all her kids are gonna die?
1: It said three kids, I believe.
0: Right. So that's actually interesting because either. You know, she's a fourth one who lives then, or she is lying and is not pregnant. I mean, to me, it made sense that it was a lie because that's the best way to manipulate Jamie. Jamie, yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. It also might be. She also said it's a Tyrion.
1: Like but she was like but
0: she tricked Tyrion too like you know what the, all, all, my whole the entire game of seasons up until now I thought Tyrion was the smartest Lannister and I think Cersei has risen above him now I mean he messed up by going to Casterly Rock and she, he, she manipulated him in that scene I don't think pretending she's gonna
1: so I don't think I think Tyrion is still smarter I think Tyrion is more focused on like he's special. they're both specialized in different things like Tyrion is not a war guy he's not he's That's not true. a military leader at all so I can, I can understand the fact like he sent the people to, um, Casterly, Rock, Casterly yeah. Rock, and he didn't know about the Tyrells being ambushed. Like, I'll give him a pass on that. Um, but the fact that he lost to Cersei, and the fact like he believes that she's gonna help him, yeah. is like the one thing that I think that he's completely overlooking. But like, in terms of that, that her her plan, like. If she doesn't send any soldiers, wouldn't they find out automatically that she's not helping them? Like, how how does that even work? Like, yeah, I
0: don't know. It's going to (laughs) be interesting next season. I mean, a lot of this stuff like, you know, we can speculate.
1: We have to wait two years.
0: Ugh. I know. I mean, I think they finally announced a start date for shooting, but yeah, we have no clue when it's going to come out. This gives everyone in the world an opportunity to catch up if you've never watched it. I <laughs> I tell almost everyone actually if they're asking for a TV show recommendation, like even if it's not their genre game of thrones has surpassed just being like a good tv show to me i don't think it's the best quality tv show i'm not gonna sound like yep. personal favorite but it's become a cultural phenomenon it's like the experience of watching it on time when everyone's watching it in a room of your friends and then you go on twitter and online is almost feels like the traditional going to a movie theater having a community of people you don't really know watching the same thing who love it to talk about it. It's just like, it, it's almost like being a part of which we got to be, like the Harry Potter generation, right? Yep. As it comes out, you talk about it and you're into it. That's something you can do for Game of Thrones. Like, that's happening. I don't, I I don't know really if
1: that's really unique to Game of Thrones though because I actually never gone to Lost but I feel like Lost is one of those shows that um, That's had true. Like it, a, it may
0: not be the first of its... Kind the first of its name, but it's the um, it's the only one that's happening right now. You know, it's no, huge yeah. and like yeah. If you aren't watching it and you, you know, I have I two years now.
1: I agree with you in the fact that it's doing. I feel like to a certain extent, it's doing what the Marvel comics have done or the Marvel movies have done for comics. Like it took like a genre that people thought were nerdy, like comic books and fa- literally high fantasy. Yeah. And made it completely mainstream. Um, so, like, people... I see so many more people with, like, Captain America t-shirts nowadays. Or, like, who know who Ant-Man is, who's... Ant-Man's, like, not a big person in the comics. Whereas yeah. people are okay watching... Like, Game of Thrones did this pretty intelligently where they... They didn't give you all the White Walkers in the beginning. Or all the dragons, which is, like, fantasy stuff where people may be like, oh, that's for kids. They gave you, like, all the politics, all, like, the HBO stuff, like sex they gave you. It was like a HBO show first and then it became they grew it into becoming like a good fantasy or
0: And you were already trapped. Yeah, yeah exactly. you had to watch it at that point. I totally I mean in the beginning, the first few seasons, it's a top-notch show. As yeah. as we were saying, I feel like the quality is as it did, did, gets away from the books and is trying to be more um like shock value, like having big things happen. It's it's gone down a little bit, but I don't love it any any less. Maybe I am just you know a, a mass viewer who likes the crazy like i don't care about the the high quality and i want to watch the dragons finally you know killing people um <laughs> but yeah this season's been really just satisfying overall like finally all the loose ends are being tied up people are coming together um yeah i think next season will just be more of that which i can't wait for <sighs> who's your
1: favorite out? character because we know your sister's favorite character is uh sansa who's your favorite oh. character do you have one
0: hard i know okay i mean this is gonna be so like unpopular i think but cersei's my favorite character i don't not rooting for her to win i don't want her to stay as queen but Mm -hmm. there's nobody who like steals every scene and is so in control like as much as her Mm -hmm. and like you were saying she's the main plot mover she's the one who makes the decisions and makes things happen and I don't think she ever. Obviously, I hated her in the first season, but it's grown into this thing. Whereas, like, if you were to say my favorite, like, most lovable character, I've always liked Daenerys. She's like female empowerment. I want her to have the throne. I think Cersei's also
1: female empowerment as well. That's
0: true. Actually, they, the whole show has become that way. Interestingly, like in the first season, all the men were in charge. They all got killed off, and now it's all the women at the head. The yeah. Are leading Winterfell. Yeah, and then Daenerys and Cersei, and then all these men just kind of running around trying to
1: Benny keep the up knee with them. and <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I really like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I 100% agree with you. Who's um, your favorite character? Oh, uh, that is also tough. I think that... I think Tyrion... I, I'm, part of me, I really like the Lannister. Like, in terms of, like, the characters, I like Tyrion as a character. Um, he's probably my favorite currently. Um, but, yeah, he's,
0: way, he's up there for me. He's such a talented actor, and yeah. Oh, yeah, Dinklage
1: brilliant. kills it. Yeah. Um, I I don't
0: know how many Emmys he's won, but it's almost every season.
1: (laughs) No, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think it'd have to be Tyrion. Although this season, he's really taking, like, a... uh, Beating? On the, the back burner in terms of, like, a lot of the plot. I mean, like... He's been That's
0: true. I mean now he's relegated to a hand of a mother character instead of like his own, you know, individual. Yeah.
1: Which would be kinda cool if he if he actually is like a Targaryen where I'm assuming they'd give him more stuff to do if he
0: All right, like... let's get into that. I think we've wrapped up this season. We're talking we've talked about some theories. This is my favorite theory that I'm hoping for, but okay, if sell there's me only it. six episodes left and they haven't brought it up at all. I'm almost I'm worried that it's not happening. But from the books, there's a lot of evidence for it. Like yep. in the books he has white blonde hair, like the Targaryens, his mom. I mean, I don't, I, see, I also don't read the books, but I read this online, because this yeah. is my, like on the wiki. Um, the Lannister mother was, mm-hmm. like, a favorite of Aegon Targaryen, and he, like, weirdly lusted for her, and there was some sketchy night where he may have slept with her, and then Tywin got really upset and sent her away, and she became, you know, was born oh, Tyrion and died at birth, yep. at Tyrion's birth. Okay. Yeah, so there's a lot of And stuff that justifies
1: there, why his father hates him so much, because yes, he's a bastard. Yes, and literally,
0: constantly in the books and the show, he says, you are not my son. I, like, don't yeah. want you to have my name. Like, you disgust me. I hate you. Like, just craziness that like I don't know maybe it could be attributed to back then they really hate you know that he's a dwarf but it's just so beyond that and for someone Tywin's main thing as we were saying is that he's obsessed with his name right and Uh his lineage like it just makes sense to me that Tyrion is not and um, I don't know but then so I have all this evidence from the books but in the show they literally never mention any of that except for Tywin hating him so like I don't know. And they they have this whole thing in the books about the three heads of the dragon and like yep. people were hoping each guy would ride their own dragon. So I thought it would be Danny and John and Tyrion and now yeah. one dragon is gone anyway. So Ugh, I'm sad it's not going to be true, but it just it would be so great. I like that's what I want to happen. I don't know what do you think?
1: I don't think it may happen in the books. Actually, that I feel like that would be good for it to happen in the books rather than the show. Um Yeah. I Boo. Thought, I've heard theories, like, so I don't think that Jon will ride uh, Raygon, the other dragon that's, that's still alive. That's his father. Yeah, but, like, in terms of characters, like, I also think of the dragons as characters, and the only character that's been built up is Drogon. of like true. It's kind of like the Sand Snakes, like, only the Tyene character, like, of the three daughters... Like, right. she was the only built up, one built up, and the other two were easily killed off. You couldn't kill off that one. So, like, Drogon's the only one who has, like, you, who has any, like, character development in, in terms of, like, a dragon character development. Yeah. So it'd be kind of weird if like, Ray- Raybar... I know, when they
0: shot the dragon down, I didn't know if it was Viserion or Ray- I
1: had was, no idea.
0: Like, yeah, one of the other two. Exactly. You know what, though? They could have had Jon have that moment, because Jon touches the nose of- Exactly. On, he but they should. could have had it be Rhaegon, you know? Exactly. Like, Daenerys could have watched from the sky. Yeah, you're right. So I guess if they're not building it up, it's probably not going to happen. Yeah, but so I don't think anyone
1: so rides any dragons, but I think Tyrion could have... If, if he's the son of the Mad King, then he has the biggest claim to the throne.
0: That's true, actually.
1: And oh, yeah. he okay, would be so a good leader.
0: About, yeah, we didn't talk about this at all, but okay, so if he is... slash. I mean, Daenerys and John. Does John have a better claim to the throne being a male, or is Daenerys higher in like you know genealogy or whatever? No, so it, she's it has nothing to do
1: with him being male. It like if you look at the how um, that what do you, inheritance works, it works based on so he, even if John was a daughter, was a girl, he would still have a higher claim to the throne because it goes so King Aegon the Mad King, he had X amount of siblings or or, uh, not siblings X amount of kids so that the if the oldest born male kid has any ears Any of those kids have a higher claim to the throne than any of the
0: The siblings?
1: Siblings, exactly.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: So that's why John has a higher claim. Like if you look at like the Queen Elizabeth, like it it doesn't go like Queen Elizabeth Charles, who's her son, and then Prince William and then Harry. It goes Harry's or William's kids and then Harry.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: So that's why John has a better claim to the throne than Daenerys. But if 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 Tyrion is the son of Aegon, then he is, oh, I guess actually then he also doesn't have a high claim. He has a second claim to the throne after Jon.
0: So Daenerys has suddenly found herself at the bottom of the food chain. Yes,
1: but I don't think Jon would want to be a king.
0: You're right. I think that people are all worried about this, but I think, I mean, now especially that he loves Daenerys, and if he finds out, he's going to be like... As he has always said, he didn't want to be Lord Commander. He didn't want to be King of Winterfell. He certainly does not want to be King of Yeah. Do you the think entirety. Daenerys
1: would believe him though? Because she so wants to be Queen. So even if he says he doesn't want to be King, do you think she still kills him?
0: I mean, if she's rational and she knows him, you know, you would. But I think the wrench in all of that is they all... She has the blood of the mad yeah. queen and she's been built up this season as being mad, which I disagree with. Like, when she kills the Tarleys, Randall and whatever, mm-hmm. um, people on. are like, oh, she's a mad queen. Yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. think
1: she was. <laughs>
0: exactly. I was like, that's what's necessary. She gave them a choice. Like, she... I mean, it's... I felt like this weird feminist moment of like, wow, if a man had done it, you'd think he's strong. And if a woman does it, she's like crazy. And mm-hmm. like, I don't know. They're just like trying to build her up. But it is true that they constantly reference that she's kind of getting crazy and everyone's worried for Wait, her. So
1: I don't think she should have done it, but I don't think her doing it makes her mad. I think yeah. it, if she kept him alive, it could have benefited her because she's trying to win over the people. But she also gave him a choice. And everyone there, I mean, that's like what, on like that's that's their customs. Like everyone yeah. understands like, that's what they do like she gave him a choice I just feel like she should
0: have I mean it reminded me of Ned Stark being like if you pass the sentence you swing you should the k- sword that's yeah doing to have it. the dragons do it okay I guess but that's
1: like like that's like arguing Santa should have killed Littlefinger because she passed the sentence like I think they're, they're they're like a dynamic duo her and Arya is yeah. a dynamic duo and one is better cut out <laughs> dynamic from... duo
0: which I totally agree with but Bran was also there and also helped but he's not a human <laughs> yeah
1: he is something else um, yeah yeah
0: um, which actually makes oh, Sansa
1: the lady. She's actually the rightful heir to Winterfell. So,
0: which is great. She wants to be. No one else wants to be. Yeah. I think it'll be an interesting moment, though. I think she will end up Lady of Winterfell, but John has to tell the people, or I don't know, something has to happen. You know, because they're all still with John. I think
1: John has to tell the people because I can see them instantly doing a coup against John, just based on this evidence. Like he has to be the one to like relinquish it. Yeah. What if John? Come, I know this is not going to happen. What if he has the same relation to Daenerys as Sansa, right? He... Wait, what? No, 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 no. Like, Sansa's not his aunt. Sansa's a niece or a cousin. Sansa's a cousin. Yeah, Sansa's a cousin. Yes,
0: a cousin. Yeah, uh, same generation.
1: But in terms of incest, what, what is that? <laughs> is that equally as bad?
0: <laughs> I know, people said that they have to get married. Um, I feel like... Yeah, aunt, nephew, cousin, I think it's pretty equal. Nothing is as bad as sibling, you know? I mean, if we go back to biology, you don't share as many yeah. genes.
1: But um, I still think it'll be weirder. I, I feel I have more issues with them getting together than him and uh, Daenerys because they have so much... They grew, they up, grew up, together. up together. and everything. Yeah,
0: I agree. Um, okay, well, let's wrap up. What is yeah. the number one thing you're hoping for next season?
1: Ooh, I want to see Tyrion on the Iron Throne.
0: Ooh, that's a good one. You just made me change. My answer was going to be something like silly because I definitely want to see the dragons battle and I don't know, <laughs> so that's easy. I think of something kind of hard. Um, okay. Tyrion on the Iron Throne? How is that going to happen?
1: I don't know. I'm saying this because I don't think it'll happen, but that'll be... Cr- whatever, if he ends up on the Iron Throne, you know something went <laughs> like
0: down. Yeah. You know what? Mine's a Lannister thing too. I want Jaime to kill Cersei.
1: No, I think that'll happen. Yeah. I think think you're right. I think it's a good chance of happening,
0: but that's what has to happen because he's been the powerless one forever and now he's decided to leave her. I mean, I don't think it would be as satisfying if anyone else did it, right? Or actually Arya. Arya has her on the list.
1: I think it would have been more satisfying if he still was with Cersei. Like, if he was still on Cersei's side and then killed her, I feel less... I, I really want... I thought they were trying to build that up this season a little bit, but now that he's left, I'm kind of less invested in that because now he's fighting he's like legitimately fighting her before he would have been doing what he did to the mad king stabbing backstab exactly for but for uh, an honorable way like he cares about the people and he would do it but now
0: yeah
1: he's gonna be an invader doing it
0: my secondary thing is i would love for brienne and (sighs) to have some sort of hilarious
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh i think (laughs) you're gonna gonna be together which
0: we think he is
1: i thought they were gonna you were gonna ship them together
0: I mean, yeah, that's well, that's what people want. I just, I can't. I mean, Brienne seems to hate him so much that it seems weird for me to hope for them to be together. But Tormund had that great scene. I mean, talking on oh, the yeah. wall about his kids are gonna be monsters and um,
1: <laughs> the hound was that like was
0: pretty great. He,
1: I love how he just knew that he's like, "You're with Brienne of Toth.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: Like you, that look in her eyes. Like I think she. Think that wants was his to first
0: question: "Is Brienne here?" They're like, "No," and he's like, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah no well
0: yeah he definitely lives
1: yeah that's so sad well they had a good i love them actually walking to the dragon pit because it was with uh the hound the hound meeting up with um like what's the the guy's name or was it the well we saw the hound carrying it i love him just the hound on screen is fun him meeting up with brienne was cool and yeah, then Podrick, so
0: like, Arya, our murder child, exactly. Doing such
1: a good job. <laughs> that was funny. Podrick and Braun oh, meeting up again yes. with that entire thing was really funny. I and thought Tyrion. they were
0: going off, like when Braun was like, "Let's go grab a drink." You're I gonna thought they were going to do something, or it's like, I don't know. I wonder if there's any significance to that.
1: It's it's not significant in the storyline. It's just that Braun contractually cannot be in a scene with Cersei. Oh. Those two characters used to date, not the characters. The two actors used to date. What? And they had like a messy breakup. So contractually, in Bronze contract, he is never going to be in a scene with Cersei.
0: I have never heard that. That's the craziest, juiciest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, I dude. can't believe that, I mean, Game of Thrones has so much power. I feel like they would be like, you should be grateful to be on the show. Like, I don't know. That's crazy to put that in your contract. Yeah. That explains a lot.
1: Yep. Wow. I actually thought, I was like, uh-oh, it's, what's going to happen to Podrick? But then I was like, that would be so out of nowhere." <laughs> like yeah, actually... that would be so
0: over, like beyond,
1: <laughs> Yeah.
0: <laughs> so horrible and uncalled for.
1: Yeah. But Poor that... Pod.
0: He needs, I hope he has a Neville Longbottom moment. Like he's, you know, obviously oh, he is failing and training. He's
1: a Neville in this storyline. That's Definitely. so true. You think he gets um, like a a Valerian steel sword and starts mowing down some White Walkers next season?
0: Oh, I hope so.
1: Oh, I think Neville is both him and Sam... Sam.
0: Oh, yeah, Sam Tarly. Yeah. He had a moment, right, of fighting. He did, like, like when they were well many seasons ago. I don't remember.
1: Yeah, he, he had some fighting scenes, and now he's the head... I thought they were going to bring this up. He's the head of House Tarly now.
0: That's true. Right? I mean, was he officially disowned or anything? I no, don't right? know.
1: I think he just ran away, or... Yeah. I don't know.
0: They were just mad. They didn't have time to disown him in between all the wars and stuff. But
1: I don't... Did... He went to the Citadel, so I don't know if when you just try to become a maester... Or oh, when you, you go to
0: the Night's Watch, don't you relinquish?
1: Yeah, you do, but they're not part of... How was he able to leave the Night Watch, Night's Watch? Like, why was he able to I mean, to leave?
0: I feel like the Night's Watch has just fallen apart. He <laughs> I didn't feel die, like they, yeah. No yeah. one's going to hold you to that anymore. I mean, John broke his vow completely no, again.
1: No, he didn't. He died. The vow is oh, till death. That's he died right. and then came back.
0: Wonder, I wonder when he's going to mention that to Danny.
1: No, he does. He already mentioned that.
0: He didn't say he died.
1: She, he, uh, uh, Davo said he died, and then she saw the wound. I thought that was such a good scene when she sees the wound his in his heart, and she's like, "Oh wow, he did die." You
0: think she knows? Okay. Yeah, she wow. definitely
1: knows. But part of that creed is like he will never father any kids either. So I I don't know if him and Danny will. Fall. I don't think they will. Had they had a whole
0: kids. discussion about it. Like, is it a reliable source? You they think you're not going to have any kids?
1: I think the writing set that up so much for them to possibly have kids, but I will not like it if she's pregnant this season.
0: Hmm. I mean, they sp- I think she will be. I they think, speed up know. nine
1: months and then she has a, a little baby.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think there will be a little time jump now and they will. Something's going to happen. I don't know. Cersei's pregnant. There's two... Heirs to the throne growing.
1: But if, if the White Walkers can move as fast as everyone else in this in this series, then they're going to be at Winterfell next episode.
0: That's true. I mean, though, it has been mentioned that they've been walking especially slow considering how everyone else has been moving around this season.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: All right, well, we'll see. I think we'll we've see. covered everything.
1: Yeah, in two years, we have to catch up to see...
0: <laughs> we'll do it. We'll do a catch up and we'll definitely <laughs> recap the final season. Sounds good. Yeah. Now
1: nah, this has uh, been All fun. right, well
0: thanks for coming on the show. Thanks.
1: This has been awesome.
0: See you next time.